alert. This is a book reader perspective on new information regarding season two of Wheel of Time on Amazon Prime. If you have not read at least through book three of the Wheel of Time book series by Robert Jordan, we recommend you not listen to this podcast or watch the video. You've been warned. Hail. And welcome back to Bustin Blockbusters. We're continuing our discussion of Wheel of Time Season 2 news, even though there wasn't much in the last week or so. We're still kind of glamming on to stuff that was a couple of weeks ago. We have an extended book reader podcast this time around. And uh, I, I don't remember when I recorded the spoiler alert, whether I said book three or book four. I would lean more towards, you might not want to listen to this unless you've already read at least part of the way through book four, because that's where John was. And we're going to actually, if you're a non-book reader, and because uh, you may have downloaded this podcast, or because you may have started this video and you're like, well, I'm not a book reader, I don't want to be spoiled, and you don't want to feel like you did something in vain and didn't get a chance to interact with this video... We're going to put a little more of the new stuff with John and Derek up front that is spoiler-free for the most part, and so therefore you won't be spoiled by anything major by listening to that part. Just as a reward for, despite it being a book reader podcast, you went ahead and gave us a download. I really appreciate you. Speaking of which, if you have any comments about any of these podcasts, or you just want to contribute your only th- your own thoughts to the content or whatever feel free to contact me. You can tweet to at BustBlockbuster on Twitter. You can also tweet to the bosses. Actually, you can contact the bosses in a number of ways on social media like Instagram, Twitter, whatever else. Facebook, facebook.com uh, slash the word double, the letters PHQ. Use that same spelling for Twitter and Instagram. You can also leave comments on our YouTube videos. You can find those videos at youtube.com slash at the word double the letter p the word media and that way you can find and leave comments there you can also leave comments at my website mattsaudioblog.com m-a-t-t-s audioblog.com or you can send emails to mattsaudioblog at gmail.com we're going to have this kind of divided up into different sections because I recorded with Priscilla and with John separately. So what we're going to do first is the non-spoiler section with Derek and John regarding additional news and additional discussion about the news. And then we will have a spoiler section with just John alone covering those images that we talked about from Entertainment Weekly in the prior podcast And then finally, another separate section with Priscilla. Priscilla is at PriscillaTV1 on YouTube, youtube.com slash at PriscillaTV1. Please subscribe and listen to her channel. Remember that English is Priscilla's third language, I believe. She speaks primarily, of course, Portuguese because she's Brazilian. She's German as well. She's a German citizen because she lives in Berlin. And then uh, she manages to find the time to, to speak in English 
as well. She's very smart, way smarter than me. Uh, Derek and John, additionally, are way smarter than me. You can find them on TV Podcast Industries. That's uh, TV Podcast Industries, all one word, dot com. Or you can find them on Twitter at TV Pod Industries. And with that, let's get into the discussion with Derek and John. I'll give you little warnings as to when a spoiler section is coming up so that you won't be spoiled if you are a non-book reader. This portion should be safe. Sometimes Amazon has this habit, and I know that it can be fun. Uh, It can also be very hectic when you're trying to podcast about it, but... Mm -hmm sometimes Amazon will release a couple of episodes, two or three episodes uh, on the first release day. Mm-hmm. Um, I haven't seen whether there's any real indication. Maybe you guys might know something that I don't, but I haven't seen any indication that that will be any different for this. We'll probably at least get two episodes. Uh, how do you guys approach I mean, not from a podcast standpoint, but... Mm-hmm. Sometimes I have to actually stop after the first episode and think about it before I can go on to the second episode. And then there's some shows like The Boys, which you guys Mm -hmm. cover, which I just go straight through because I can't stand waiting (laughs) to see what's next because that show is so great. Uh, How do you guys approach that? Yeah, yeah, it it really does. um, It really does come down to the podcast itself. Um, So when we're looking at a show and three episodes released the same day, we'll make a decision if we're going to cover each individual episode and release them over the course of, a, of one weekend, which is what we usually do. Uh, but if there is a show like, I think The Witcher releases uh, five episodes at a time, and then the next round is going to be five and then three, I think is the, the book that they're going to do it in. So we can't cover five episodes in one day uh, or over a weekend. So we'll spread that a little bit. But um, but yeah, for the most part, we try and do one podcast for one episode of the show and try not to spoil ourselves before we record the podcast. But if it's a show we're not covering the podcast and it does it that way, we will binge the hell out of it. Um, yeah. Absolutely. We will look, yeah. we will go all the way through uh, all three three episodes and, and wait patiently each week for the rest of them. I don't know how much I, I do know that uh, the Rings of Power is filming. House of the Dragon is filming. Mm-hmm. And now, of course, Wheel of Time is filming. Uh, I think the scripts are finished for all three. So I'm not sure if the writer strike, the Writers Guild of America strike would affect uh, any of those productions at this point, unless, of course, some other unions decide to, to you know, corroborate with the mm-hmm. Writers Guild. And yeah. that could shut everything down everywhere. So uh, yeah. we'll hope that that isn't the case. We'll hope that uh, maybe some of these big uh, time studios will come to the realization that human writers are kind of a nice thing to have around and they'll stop absolutely. talking about AI and all of that other stuff. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Yeah. You need to pay your people. Definitely. Um, you know, it's, uh, I think House of the Dragon is the first one that's announced that it's going to be a while before it comes back. Um, I don't think it's actually, it's actively shut down right now, but they have said before that they, they need writers um, to be there uh, to, to write the scenes. That's not how they, they don't just take a script and film it. It is, about people actively working on it. So um, if they haven't shut down yet, they'll be the first to go, I think. Uh, Rings of Power films in the UK, so they're not as affected by the writer's strike. A lot of the writers are are, are British writers, um, but the Actors Union is coming up. I think they're coming up to their vote on June 6th. And if they vote to uh, go into the strike, there's a lot of British actors who are in the Screen Actors Guild who will have to um, not go past the picket line. So that could affect everything. Uh, that's yeah. Yeah. Okay. and then yeah. followed by the directors so the it could be a general movie and tv strike mm-hmm. i guess yeah okay so yeah. I, and then like to the to the 
before about um you know whether they will release a block of episodes i do think this perfect opportunity to hedge um their bets that the studio would release it episodically mm. um it, you know it just it pulls it out it will allow amazon prime to fill eight weeks over like the autumn period really and you know that's a great time to have fantasy in in the autumn absolutely uh, as the leaves are falling uh, and you, you think of the shire or or even uh the the farmstead up in the mountains uh of wheel of time mm-hmm. you know then i think i think it's a it's a really you know fantasy plays well in in autumn mm-hmm. i guess this is the spoiler section. Spoilers up through book four of The Wheel of Time by Robert Jordan, the book series. So please be sure to know that y- you know you could be spoiled if you haven't read that far. See, this is the picture of Lan. Uh, I think this is from Nynaeve's accepted test where she will uh, see Lan. Remember, she nearly gets trapped in that third one uh, because she ends up spending her whole life with Lan. Ah, uh, uh, yes. yes. I think that I that's do. what... It's so idyllic, I just can't see it being anything yeah. else. Yeah, I, yeah. I, it's, it's just because it's idyllic, I think just the expression on Lan's face is like he's not a part of it, which is the only reason why... Because she's almost just sort of drawn in by him so mm-hmm. that was the only reason why i wasn't ne- necessarily thinking along those lines i kind of as i say for me i kind of was thinking more it was as they leave uh the white tower tarvalon um Could and be. this was kind of a you know because of their relationship and also because he has the well, certainly more in book three, possibly than book two, but it's almost like his relationship with um, Moraine becomes gets increasingly strained, or he, he just says a few little things that you wouldn't expect a warder to do, like even if it's just a slight disagreement, um, you know. So I wondered just whether it was around that, but I can also, yeah. Now you mention it, and given, as you say, the idyllic setting, I can see where you're going with that, definitely. Uh, there was a shot in the, for this picture of Rand, there was a shot in the season two, or season one recap, season two little teaser that they did, Yeah. Uh, where you see a, f- a shot from further away against this same wall, and I don't have the I don't have a screenshot of it, but it looked like Rand was standing in a similar place. And Turok, the the male uh Sean Shan, yeah. uh was coming towards him. And that's what I think that this shot is from, is a close up of that. Yeah. Either that or well, the- uh he's just happened upon seeing Egwene with the IDOM on her. Yeah, which I'm not sure that that really happens in the book, but we know that Egwene has an eye dom, and it would be a waste to have those characters in the same place and not have yeah. that kind of realization. Exactly, and I, it, it it's also because I'm sure the little teaser of season two also had him, and I think it was similar. I can't remember now, but almost sort of 
in prison like his arms were out and he was like he was tied up against up. that we it was like he was tied yeah. to a wheel yeah yeah which was so, uh, quite <laughs> quite funny uh, yeah. the wheel of time binds rand <laughs> uh this cannot possibly be falma because you don't want to wear an isodai ring around any shan shan that's for sure. Well, that's true. That is true. And that's why, because you have them arriving by ship at Tyr, um, yeah. and I, I just, I wasn't entirely sure, but it also, because it looks so dusty <laughs> with the other pictures. It does. Well, All of it like, looks dusty. It's like uh, they, they really picked, uh, they really did the dust work well. I always kind of felt that I think when you arrive at Tia, it's because of the big marshlands next to it. I didn't think it would be as dusty. So mm, I, it's a good point, you know. And I think whilst they're there, there's this, you know, the whole city is subdued. People are sort of down in the dumps, kind of aggressive because of the malaise that's over it. Um, and what i remembered there was a lot of description of it kind of raining and being muddy and so not seeing right. that oh yeah I, they're, 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 you don't see anybody wearing their well it doesn't look wet does it no that's the thing it just looked they're not wearing their cogs or whatever that they were in in tier either um you're right so is it possible that this is because of the way she's dressed is it possible that uh, this is Carrie Innan? Not Camelin, but Carrie Innan. Because that's where Rand and Berylaine and Tom Marilyn all meet up, right? Is Carrie Innan? Yes. That's where and they're playing the, the game of houses or whatever? Yeah, the game of houses, yeah. And, and initially as well, before, just on the initial look, I thought the other picture with the Senshan, I thought that could have been there as well, because of how regal everyone was looking at, but it as soon as i looked at it again i was like oh no it can't be there because of the sen shan and and so on so yeah it yeah. could be there but again the images conjured up from the book are just one where it's much more opulent i think but mm. i agree uh any thought about really what's going on here? This this is this is kind of a new wrinkle here, right? Yeah, I have no idea. So, I mean, what I would say is, in terms of those headdresses, I just think they're fantastic, and I just wonder if it helps them channel the true source. Uh, I could see that you know, the CGI special effects that, um, you know, in terms of their kind of prisoners, it, you know, it somehow helps them to control them and. Or whatever, I sort of bind them. Um, yeah. But yeah, this. And I actually, as soon as you mentioned sort of you know Balsamon and Ishmael and so on, there I was like, of course, because I kind of when I saw this initially, I thought it was Carmelin with the the House of what's it? The I I want to say Game of Thrones, but uh, yeah, the the Game, Game of Houses. Houses. Yeah. Um, because of how um, he looks, 
and also because you know one of the main lords i can't remember his name now is an agent you know is a is a dark friend because i think in at the start of book two you kind of have this meeting uh, being held in secret where all these dark right. friends then go off out into the world to spread their chaos so i was wondering if this was something around that but then right. seeing the ladies uh dress the way they are then uh, i was like no that's senshan and I, I guess because loyal is behind them and not bound um in any way uh yeah. you know i it, it, it was something i just wasn't really sure um uh and it was only really the the soldiers because of the parent shot and i was like oh okay um all right so yeah but it's fantastic there's something because you know he does uh, it is part of basically the book a good portion of the book is everybody chasing pot and fane across country to Fala, exactly uh because he has the horn yeah um i mean there's they do it either via the 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 portal stone or or Overland as well, I guess uh, that's where Perrin and Matt is. It's very interesting because of the way that they've placed everything, where everybody's up there in in Faldara except for Matt, and then you've got Rand running off, and yeah. you've got Moraine without her powers. Uh, I'm wondering how they're going to take that portion of the story that isn't exactly like the ending of Book One and weave it into these other aspects that yeah. clearly are demonstrating parts of book two and, and possibly, yeah. and at least characters of book three. Yeah. So I, I just don't understand how they're going to consolidate all of it. Right. Well, that's it. It's like, it's only now with book four that there's with all the prophecies coming out about Rand and because of their defeat in foul, um, there's how, you know, they're looking to try and, find randall thor like everyone else um and yeah i i was kind of a little bit yeah. confused about this because evianda i maybe i just didn't really connect in with the character when she was introduced it's only really now in book four right um as they're that they've they've just traveled through another way uh, no through another portal stone to get to ruidian or <laughs> in the waste Rudian, yeah yeah, that and and her story coming out there that I've really kind of gotten into this character because and I, I guess that's I guess that's one of the great things about the books is that you know there's a lot of introductions. I mean, I think even for you know uh, Nynaeve and Egwene, they on their journey to get to Tyr, they meet uh, a ales um from the waste on along their way seemingly have a good you know it's a little bit strange for them but then they drop they drop off and and then you know suddenly there are legions of ale of ailmen coming <laughs> into tier <laughs> you yeah. know they're all kind of converging on this point so yeah i i was just a little unclear and then i was thinking maybe that's just how falcon is dressed the uh the person Mm, mm -hmm. um, yeah. But you're right. It's an ale. It's it's an ale. This has got to be the arch from Nynaeve's accepted test. 
there was a video uh, yes. from, uh, uh, I guess it was Jordan Con from Rafe's where he was on this set, and he talked about how it, they were using it in in season three just a little bit, and they were and they used it extensively in season two, and they had to do lots of resets with it with, and so that that's what this has got to be. But when he first introduced the set in that video, he also had Iola Smart, he had. Raga Ragnar's, and he had uh, the the actress who plays Chiad as well. The the other two Aiel Spear maidens, yeah. uh, which I love Chiad's story in book four. If you've gotten there with her no and and the other uh, with the male Aiel, it's fun. Is it Ruach? Yes. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. No, yeah. I... yeah. They're fun. Just yeah. keep reading. Read read those side bits because they're fun. Uh, but anyway, uh, they introduced them, and so everybody was thinking, "Oh, maybe it's the maybe it's the heart of the stone, you know, the stone yeah. of tear." Yeah. Uh, but I think that this shot pretty much confirms the fact that you know she's in her shift. They're not going to make her get naked, fortunately, uh, yeah. but they they are going to put her in a shift and they're going to make her walk through the arches and uh, do that bit. So and. That picture of land will be one of the times that she walks through yeah. the arches. That's what I suspect. I'm just being. I don't know why they had her take her braid out. To be perfectly honest, I don't think that's a book thing. Did they? Did they make her take her braid out in in the book? I, I for some reason in my in my mind, I feel that Egwene is not as much of a braid person because Nynaeve has her braid anyway. Right. Um, and I mean, unless there's a slight braid, it's just the way they're doing it. Because I think if you go in, it looks like part of the hair is possibly tied back. And so it could just be a different way of doing it. Like it's yeah. There's I, just I, so I, much loose on the outsides. I just yeah. you know, it's more like part of it is pulled back into a ponytail. Uh, although I guess there could be a braid back there. I don't. Yeah, it's difficult to know. Um, it feels like there's some part of it is pulled back and held, mm-hmm. but yeah, not all of it. But I, you see, I quite like how Egwene and Nynaeve's story, in a sense, they almost swap in terms of how much they can control the true source, or right. you know, at least what you think about to begin with. But also, Egwene seems to be an you know, she's the, the 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 she's the better disciple really, but she kind of takes to it despite Nynaeve's kind of best efforts to really not trust Moraine. You know, she kind of slowly gravitates more towards Moraine, or at least that's what I'm feeling as I'm sort of reading book four. Uh, and I kind of quite like that. It feels as though Nynaeve's influence on her uh, as like the village elder. Um, yeah. And it feels like, you know, Nynaeve's influence wanes with Egwene. And it, it's kind of an interesting dynamic. I like, quite like it uh, with, with these two. Matt's one's interesting as well, because with Tom Merrillon, um, you know, whether it's not just about his old friends and, you know, and the, the, the um, you know, Coming their kind of background as you know the legacy of the Menethrin, um, but also I just wonder 
you know, is it with Rand and Perrin, but also a bit of um, Tom Merrillon as well, uh, given, you know, the last we saw, he was he was killed by um, one of the Darkspawn. Yeah. I, I don't want to spoil too much here, but obviously we find out in book two that, that Tom is still alive, that he survived White Exactly, Bridge. yeah. But uh, the evidently the actor who plays him is returning for season three, uh, which will involve parts of books four and five, uh, but will not be in season two. Interesting. So they're not going to do his side of the game of houses on any of it, which yeah. is really weird to me. It's like if they're going to do it, could they just be putting Moraine in that position somehow? Because she's now that she's not since she doesn't have her powers, she's been shielded. Could she be going to? Because we we know that she visits. I think we're going to see Varen, the yeah. that one Aes Sedai, the the gray Aes Sedai. Right. So yeah. in that case, when she goes and visits her in the book, it's because she wants to read up on all of the prophecies of the Dragon Reborn, right? Yeah. Yeah. But could it they could they could change it to where Varen actually helps her untie the weave so that she becomes unshielded or so that, you know, she can use the power again. Yeah, and, and that could be actually quite short, really. And I think given what I've recently got to in book four, where Moraine and Tom Merrillon talk about one another's past. Mm-hmm. Um, almost as a, you know, Moraine is trying to get him to go along with Egwene uh, and Nynaeve uh, to find the red Aja uh, that um, have been causing all manner of mischief. Um, and, you know, he, he kind of, tries to rebuff that by saying i know about your back your history your backstory mm-hmm. where you come from and so on and she immediately comes back to rebuff him by knowing about his backstory his yeah. backstory in Cameron and how close Morgaze, yeah yeah so i i i really liked that and but the part of her reason for it is because he's so good at the house of games which you get from book uh, book two. I don't know how long it's going to take me to get through all eighteen books because I was like going at this rate. I actually haven't read them that quickly um, yeah. because you know they're really dense. And to be honest, there's some moments, like you say, you kind of you're kind of almost skimming through some of the descriptive detail about what a doorway looks like or uh, a, <laughs> you know a, a a shield or something because it's like. I want to, you know, th- those character moments like b- w- between Moraine and Tom Marilyn, or the history, uh, you know, or the new characters. I'm really, really enjoying. Sometimes it's a bit like with George R. R. Martin in Game of Thrones. Mm-hmm. You know, he he could take an entire chapter describing a banquet table, and I was exactly. just and all the food on it, and I was like, I don't want to know that. <laughs> it's, you know, it's similar, but they have to world build as well and i think um robert jordan certainly does that very well um but sometimes you it's not that you skip it you just it's much more of a light read <laughs> so <laughs> yeah it's just kind of like it's it, it, it's definitely it's one of those things where it's like 
if you're watching a TV show, you're watching it, but you're also mixing a drink at the same time. Exactly. You like kinda... some. Exactly. There's some parts of the book where I'm reading it over and over again because I'm like going, I need to make sure I've got this straight because it feels really important or right. you know, it's a significant moment in some character. Um, and then there's other bits where he's talking about like the, the Citadel at Tier where I'm like, okay, I get it. It's big. It's pretty impregnable. And right, let's get on with it. But uh... yeah, exactly. Exactly. There's, there's a, a I'm going to recommend this to you. And I don't know if you listen to them yet or not, but there's this wonderful podcast called Wheel Takes with Ali and Gus. It's strictly a book podcast. So don't, you know, push Derek into it or anything like that. Yeah. Although they did cover some of the show, but I think they even do it from a, a book perspective. So, uh, Ali is uh it's a married couple and Allie is uh uh, a first time reader and gus is like a multiple time reader okay yeah the thing about Allie is i think she's actually works as a tv writer in los angeles as well uh but she latches on to descriptions like nobody i have ever seen stuff that just makes my eyes just roll in the back of my head yeah you know she'll be like two books later She'll hear a description of something and she'll say, oh, that's from blah, 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 back two books ago. And I'm like going, you know, the first time I read this, it took me three months to figure that out. How did you do that? Just yeah. listening to the audiobook for the first time, you know, because they do uh, sometimes they do uh, live uh, Instagrams of, of her just listening to the book for the first time. Exactly. And I'm just like, oh, my God, this woman's brilliant. And she really she really takes in every description in a way that I never will be able to. I'm just not that qualified of a reader. I don't know. I just can't I can't figure it out. Yeah, I know, I know exactly. I know exactly what you mean. I mean, there's moments where. You know, I'm like, I don't need another description of a barge going down a river, Um, you know, that it, it's kind of like. And then I start to panic and go, well, is this captain really important? And I should have sort of read a bit more sort of attentively around this right. this captain of the, the barge or, you know, whatever it might be. And I'm like going, uh-oh. <laughs> right. And I, to be honest, I think um, with uh, the character in in the picture with Perrin. I, I definitely had that where it's not that I, I just, it's only really now that I'm kind of maybe understanding her significance and also enjoying the reasons why she's there and why she's, you know, a, a bit of a firecracker when it comes to the wise ones of the Aiel, you know? Mm-hmm. And so, yeah. So it, but that's, that's why I love these kind of books because there's so much stuff in them and they're inherently um, sort of rereadable. You know, I, I, I've been here with book four, with book one, two, and three next to me, so I can go go back and I, check. Yeah, no, it takes me forever, but like, yeah, yeah, I understand that. Uh, one other point that I wanted to bring up specifically with you is no Elaine Trackland in any of these shots. Uh, Sorry, no Elaine Tracklin, uh, Queen yes. Morghese's daughter, yeah, the, the princess. None in true. these shots. Um, and 
when you think about it, if they're going to go back to the, to the tower, as they do in book two, they, they actually, I think they never make it to the tower in book one, but they actually go, uh, they kind of do that stuff in Camelin or whatever, and then go straight to Faldara. Yeah. So uh, they've already kind of went out a step with that just so they could introduce Swan, which I really like. Yeah. But without having Rand go through Camelin, we don't get an introduction to her that way. So possibly, I guess, could she already be at the tower by the time Egwene and Nynaeve get there? Is that the way they're going to do it, you think? I, I think so, because isn't it that the the the, the Queen of Andor... Um, they they all go so this Morgase's daughter and they they go to learn uh you know and and, and train under the Ace I like Morgase um did so I, I guess they've they've gone this is the point where they can introduce her um and then yeah it, it's it's I, yeah. I I think so I I think that's a relatively easy way of doing it given uh. Rand didn't go to Camelin. Right. Uh, yeah, so the thing that I'm trying to figure out is how are they going to, or are they going to skip over, which I don't really think that they can, but how are they going to invest Elaine in Rand? Yeah, well, that's... Because that's the big question, because, right, if she's already at the tower and she's not met him yet, now, yeah. we, she does go with Nynaeve to Falma, and, of course, the two of them... Elaine and Nynaeve spend a lot of time adventuring together. But, uh, and Rand, of course, is going to be at Falma. But they can't very well, they can't very well meet before then. So is that where they're going to put Elaine's interest in? It's just, um, it It feels like that. Yeah. It it feels like that's where it would be the natural place for them. Yeah to meet even though in the books it was back in book one yeah and and then poor and of course really it only gets um it it, it's really book four with you know and the lead up to go tier i guess where that kind of begins to that's significance of that gets drawn out so you could see with what happens at Found, um that really impressing her that impresses her and maybe yeah. they will do additional you know scenes where they they are you know that introduction and maybe some other things you know i'm guessing but it, i otherwise maybe they just do the connection at tier you know they could i guess it's where do you introduce it is it is it more um, you know, it could be that Elaine is is just carried along by Egwene and, and Nynaeve. It's yeah. Tia, and it, it's there and with her experience at Falm and so on. That it's it's in that you know season three, effectively. Yeah, could be. Could I guess be. that's the joys of writing a TV script from eighteen novels. <laughs> <laughs> I can't even imagine what Rafe is going through. He's probably pulling his hair. 
because he's not <laughs> he's not only is it's just like look i gotta make this story concise <laughs> i gotta make it with this i gotta make these characters i gotta eliminate some characters because but i mean i don't think i'm gonna have room for 13 forsaken uh even if i do uh i can't yeah. develop them very well and then the other thing is is it's like but if i don't include this the fans are gonna hate it the, the book yeah. fans are gonna hate it oh uh, you know those kinds of questions I yeah. don't envy him wrestling with at no. all. I would say his house is just filled with post-it notes and whiteboards. Yeah. <laughs> um, you know, in amongst sort of messages to, you know, I, I got milk, it's in the fridge or something, is kind of <laughs> some massive <laughs> plot development. Um, exactly. So, yeah, yeah. Well, I don't have anything else for you. Do you want to plug your personal Twitter before we go on off here? Or? Um, yep. So uh, I'm over on Twitter at Johnny RTH. Um, so I have a random selection of tweets, uh, probably not all things to do with TV podcast industry. Um, so yes, they, they straddle Marvel geekdom, uh, but also... <laughs> I guess my work <laughs> that I do outside of podcasting, uh, research and so on. It also probably covers with Survivor 44, just having finished um, me sort of fa fanboying over uh, Survivor, the, la the latest group to have been to Fiji, um, which I really enjoyed. And yeah, and then I'm the as one of the the thruple um for the for tv podcast industries so yeah otherwise uh, I, i'm sort of talking endlessly about marvel or dc or you know great fantasy and great science fiction all those kind of things that we we love all right yeah if, if you're into something good uh then they probably are too be sure to check them out we just don't have enough hours in the day to cover absolutely everything. <laughs> That's the problem. <laughs> yeah, no, and thank you, uh, Matt, for, for having me on and, and Derek as well, just to say that again, because oh. um, we love getting your input into our feedback section, oh. um, as, as well as your interaction over on our, our socials and, and what have you uh, for TV podcast industries. So, yeah, it's really good to be on your podcast. This is another spoiler section, this time through book three. So chances are, if you're still here, you're covered because we did book four first. Uh, so here is Priscilla and I's conversation about these images from a book perspective. Look, if you like spoilers and you want to be here, far be it for me to judge you. That's that's yeah. on you, you know, as long as you don't come out with saying, oh, I've got this theory about something and, and then say, look how I was right when actually you heard it here because of spoilers, uh, then I'm cool with you. <laughs> you, you, are, you are accusing the listeners of stealing ideas from us. Is that true? That, Is that what you do? There are takes. There are takes. So okay. I insist that if you are, are somebody who doesn't want to be spoiled, you get out of here because otherwise if you want to be spoiled then we will ask for your <laughs> silence okay that I, I think the, the the power is getting to your head 
I, well, when you get promoted from the jester to the court heralder, you know, things happen. Yeah, true death. So oh my God. Uh, let's go through these images real quick. We've got Egwene mm-hmm. here, and obviously she is in the role of a novice. Uh, do yes. you think that we will see Laris, the kitchen maid? Is that her? Or is that just a... People are saying that it is. Yeah, I don't know, because she's... Um... She's just doing what you should do, no? Yeah. Like you're just like working. So it's, uh, but yeah, it could be. I think Rafe is going to. I mean, like in season one, um, we we had when we were in uh, with Tom Merlin, no, um, there was like some hints um, of other characters there in that storyline. Yeah. So maybe he will have someone there too. Yeah. The thing I'm trying to figure out is how they're going to introduce Elaine, because I don't think you can really have, since they didn't put it in season one, I don't think you can really yeah, have Rand true. go back through Camelot, right? So yeah. are, are, are Egwene and Nynaeve just going to meet up with Elaine at the tower? Is that the only way that they can do it now? And she's already come there uh, from Camelot? I think they, they could do that. They could do like, uh, because... <laughs> We don't spend that much time uh, in Tavalon uh, in the first season, if you come to think. Yeah. No? So they could, she could be off screen there. And like in the books, like when Egwene is there, like uh, Elaine was already there when Egwene arrives, right? So it right. Was something well, the, like... the big change from the book to the show, yeah. from the show to the book, was that they actually did end up in Tarvalon, which is something that yeah, didn't exactly. happen didn't happen in in the book um they kind of they just went straight to faldara via the ways um mm-hmm. and and they spent that time in camelot now i enjoyed setting up swan and, and moraine and all of that stuff in season one um but i did feel like it's like okay well you don't have to introduce another actress here so that's that's cool you know as far as elaine goes um but now yeah, yeah. now it's got to come due especially since they've announced that they've cast her um, so what you're saying is that they are doing the opposite because in the book we have like Rand meeting Elaine first. Yeah. So it's it's at, in the series like we have we Egwene meeting Elaine first because like when we gain Egwene goes to the tower Elaine was already there. Yeah. They still got to yeah. they still got to figure out how they're going to do this whole tangle of Egwene and Rand because by the time he yeah. left for the blight um, they were kind of back together again, which doesn't really occur in book one either. I mean, I mean, like for me, the biggest difference is like they have a real relationship in the series. Yes. Like, yes. Yeah. They are together, and it's clear that they have like different goals in life, and uh, but they are committed to each other. They are really like good friends first. No, they they are really there for each other, and I don't I didn't feel that in the books. It's more like like a teenage crush or something. Right. Yeah. It felt like a very immature relationship in yeah. the books. Yeah. It, it was just they made it like you know they were not like a couple of kids who might get married someday, but as yeah. a couple of kids who were already <laughs> almost engaged in some way is what it came. Yeah, they were like. like Promise, I don't know. Yeah, Promise, they were like yeah. getting Promise. serious. No, yeah, something like that. Yeah. Well, let's move on to this next shot, which uh, I am almost 
100% positive is Nynaeve's accepted test. Yeah, I think it is. Yeah. And, because and she's like uh, in this, like, niggly, I don't know. Yeah, this shift. shift. Yeah, so. Which I'm glad they're not going to make them do the naked thing. There's, there's I mean, it would be a little bit ridiculous if they're going to be naked because then you would just have to show her from like here or like in really exactly far away shots now because they are like, uh, what is the it's it's good well, for like 12 years old, the series or something. No, so they just have think to... about just think about how many times you read Robert Jordan talking about how a woman folds her arms underneath her breasts, <laughs> and it's like it's like there's way too much fantasy boy crap. In, in a lot of Robert's books. I, I, but I, I think he, he wrote Pulp, no? He wrote like Conan the Barbarian. I read that. that he was writing Conan the Barbarian before, so it's part of what he does in his writing. Yeah, I suppose so. Uh, the, the big thing here is with the arches, uh, that, that was definitely her accepted test where she had to walk. I think that this, mm -hmm. uh, that this is one of the arches, naturally, that she is uh, going to have to walk through. And at JordanCon, uh, Rafe did a video. And uh, initially, the video, and it had some of the Aiel. It had, uh, it had Aiel. Yeah, and, uh, it but had, they were just using the set, right? Yeah, they were just using the set for it because they were filming something else, which I'm trying to figure out. They're not going to do a flashback of Moraine. Well, have you read the prequel? I better shut up. Do, their test. do you think they are going to make it like um, a, a little bit horror thing? Because I remember that I was I was reading and they were explaining to Nynaeve what it was about to happen. Mm -hmm. I was like, yeah, yeah, some people don't come back. <laughs> right. You have to be careful, you know. And it was like, what? I, well, and then uh, so there's this, a... is, this is very serious, you know? So, and, yeah, but they and... were like, yeah, no, you're good. And... I think it's the is it the last arch where she almost kind of gets trapped because she's so in in into land. Is that the I one? think so. Yeah, she has yeah. a baby and stuff. No, she they have a family. Yeah, yeah, she starts getting really swept into it, and so it, it's tough. Uh -huh. And I love the way that she's like, "Yeah, we have to go." Yeah, exactly. So, uh, anything else on this one, or are we ready to move on? Oh yeah, I think uh, I think everybody agrees what what this is. Yeah. Okay, so here we have Avienda, and with Perrin. Mm -hmm. Um, this is weird. Look at how much Perrin's hair has grown here. It's like a a time jump almost. And they alluded to he that character. Or that actor has even alluded to the fact. Alluded to time jumps. Yeah. Two time jumps. So could this? I mean, obviously, is that guy a Sean Chan or not? I don't think so. Okay. I think I think they, they. I mean. But is he dressed like a Sean Chan undercover? Because that almost looks like Loyal. So. That almost looks like Loyal. There, on the far far left. Like his I mean, if we are going by book two, uh, like that Egwene uh, gets into a situation where, like, right. she, need, they, she with doesn't the need rescue. With the collar, yeah. Ex exactly, but she, she rescued herself in the end. But you have this whole thing with the horn, too, and, uh, you know, there's, like, all into wine. But 
like Perry is uh, Perry is there, so it's kind of like I don't know if they're going to combine things because uh, what I yeah. imagine is like they're going to revolt because this guy that is wearing the the armor he doesn't look like a Sun Chain, no. Um, okay. he looks like somebody who is on their side, like, uh, as you said, infiltrated. Yeah. So it could be that, it could be that, but uh, I don't know. Just that I, I'm, I, I'm a little bit like on the fence here, especially because there is Avienda there. So, right. And I'm just trying to figure out it, that makes me not want to make it Falma. It makes me not want to make it where the horn and all of that stuff happens out on the West coast. But then the Sean Shen outfit there or, or, or something similar to makes me wonder where the heck we are at all. Yeah. Um, but I, I think it is, I think they're going to end this, the season at, at Falma. At they Falma? have to. Yeah. Because then the world has to know that the dragon was reborn because that's like the main thing that happens there. Right. Right. With so the, the first season we, we, the audience and Moraine and like, we discover who the dragon is, and on the second season, the world discovers who the dragon is. Now the cat is out of the bag. Yeah, so I think it's inevitable that this is Falman. But what I'm thinking is like because Avienda is there, so I'm kind of like me. I don't know. I cannot say one hundred percent. I mean, people are saying it's Falman, so. Yeah, I, I, it looks similar in terms of the architecture and everything. Yeah, Falma, uh, and the dustiness. And and if that is Loyal's arm there on the left, and we know that Perrin has to be in Falma, uh, it's yeah. just it's, I'm just trying to figure out why Avienda is there. Then I guess is is the way that they're going to do that because Falma's way over on the west coast, and the waste is you know for her to go to Tear, she'd have to go out. But that's the thing. Like we were talking before when we like when you showed the picture of Rand of his shirt. Yeah. Because like on the on the second book, there is this thing with Moraine. Moraine gives him the shirt. All the clothes, yeah. All the clothes. Yeah, but this happens in the context of the horn. They are they are searching for the horn. Right. But like in the end of the first season, uh, Ren just goes somewhere else completely, which is implied that is the waste, right? Or he yeah. goes somewhere that Moraine is not there to guide him and to give a shirt, for instance. So. Maybe Rand meets Avienda there. Maybe that's what they were implying in the, the first season, like at the end. She just kind of comes along with him. Yeah, I don't know. It could be. Well, we, we know because that... they have to find a way to converge, not the storyline. So maybe that's the way they converge the storylines. Yeah, but the Stone of Tear is so important. They have to get there eventually. I guess they won't until... Cause... I think season three, right? Well, season three, is... you've only read through book three, right? Okay, so yeah. I, can't, I can't really say anything else. No, well, you can say it. I don't. I don't mind. Well, I, I'm not. Just know that they they are rebuilding the two rivers set for a reason, and that occurs in book four. Oh yeah, there is a ba battle there, right? Right, right. Yeah. So mm -hmm. um, that's that's the point that I was trying to get at is like, if they're already going to do that from book four, then they're going to mm -hmm. have to really rush. Or skip some of the book three stuff. What I understand what they are doing, and that's what they keep saying that is another turning of the wheel, is that 
they are not like adapting. It's not like Game of Thrones. Like the first season of Game of Thrones was the first book. The second season was the second. Until they ran a, out of books. They can't so, ask a production you, team and a cast to stick around for 15 seasons for 15. That's what shows. I'm saying. So they are not doing that. So what right. they are doing is like they are picking some elements here and there and combining in storylines that make sense and putting like more people into the same uh, sets, of course. So, yeah, but you that's gotta have Calendor. You gotta have the Heart of the Stone. That's where they all. Yeah. You know. We, what I'm trying to say is like we don't know the things that they are going to cut. We don't know the storylines they are going to combine. We don't know the characters they are going to use in the same locations that they are using on the in the books. We don't know how they are going to adapt. So, for me, for instance, uh, Avienda, like they were hinting that um, Rand would meet the Aiel already. Yeah. Because he he just pissed out. He left Moraine behind. He had uh, he left Egwene. He told Moraine to tell everybody that he was dead or but something, right? I wasn't under the impression that Faldara was any closer to the waste than Falm is. But you said really? yourself, like, uh, Perry's hair is, is longer, so maybe we have a time jump. Yeah. No, maybe no. Well, it's there, there are, right? There are, well, I think it's pretty much confirmed by the Yeah, so, so. I don't know. Yeah. It's gotta. It's just. It's just gonna be a little weird to me. I, I. I don't know how. It feels to me. The more and more I get into it, because of the stuff that I've read that they're filming for season three. Oh. That sounds like books four and book five stuff. Well, then they are doing. So that, that means they definitely got. That's what they are doing. Yeah. Yes, and so this season be two and three, but I think there's so much stuff in three that you cannot cut. In tier. No. I mean, they. Um, what, how many seasons are they planning? Six. Six or seven, I think. I I would stick for six, and they have like what fourteen books. So he, there you have it. They 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 are going to cut and like combine things. Don't take my calendar away. I'm not taking anything. Silence. Uh, not. Silence. <laughs> <laughs> cannot take it's my calendar me. away it's not me it's not me look I'm looking forward to, a, to some things like uh, Lanfear I think Lanfear like storyline the so, one that uh, the, let, you know let me, <laughs> let me like, ask you this uh, because in the, they did that little teaser with the flashing images that just you know yeah. gave everybody a, a heart attack um, the subliminar message no? <laughs> yeah yeah uh, that bloody hand, that was Lanfear, right? That Ishmael was bringing? It should be, right? I guess. But how is she yeah. going... The other thing is, let's look at this. Is Lanfear... Because we know that Lanfear... Well, that's not after, Lanfear. Is after Rand, right? She's not here, right? No, she's after Rand, yeah. Okay. I don't understand what this guy's doing. So here. I, I think, like chronologically, Rand has to meet Lanfear before she, he meets Avienda. Okay. Right. I would think. Even though he's not, uh, he's not looking for the horn. 
So where is Carrie Innan? We do. Bubba's right. We do need a map. Um, because isn't it Carrie Innan where Lanfear? Well, you've got Tom there, but he's not in season two. Tom is not in season two, so that's what I. I, but, I keep circling back. They are going to bring the characters together, but not exactly in the same storyline. So how is Rand going to meet Lanfear? So where is Maureen he's, here then? Is she in? <coughs> Excuse me. Is she in Carrie Innan? They, I, yeah. I said I heard people saying that she she is because uh, there were some leaks about it, like the the locations they were going. Okay. Because it would make sense, given that she is Moraine Damadred, that she would have yeah. uh, a she lot would. prettier clothing. And and look a lot more royal because she was kind of a member of the king's family, right? Yeah, there was a, at some point she could have been queen, right? Yeah, I think so. Yeah, she was in line of succession. The succession so, was know, like for queens, like we said in the, Mat Yeah, like like we said in the spoiler-free part, old money. This is old money right here, uh, not new money. All right, so we got that nailed down. This is obviously Falma. Yes. It has to be. It's where it's where they come, right? Right. It's where they arrive. Yeah, it's the it's the area that they take over. This is him probably uh trying to get the dagger back and then Swan telling him, No, you gotta go do something else. Where he's all depressed. Do you think it's just about the the dagger? Maybe he had bad news from home. Oh, that's right. Okay. No, he left like the two sisters behind with the no good daddy and the That's crazy true. mommy. Right. That's true. Could be. Could be part of that too. Or All maybe right. he's just depressed because he didn't go with his friends and he's feeling because he left them behind. Well, they probably gave him a good a good talking to. He's just crying from. Yeah, they just said, oh, dude, you look so... Nynaeve chewed him out and spanked him. You look so different. What happened to you? Wow, the effect of that dagger really got to you. So this is obviously Falma. That's the band. And I'm telling you what this is. I think this is the other side of the shot that we saw in the season two, little season one, season two flashy light thingy that... You see a shot, I don't have it to bring up, but there's a shot of, I think it's Turok, you know, the one Shan Shan dude, mm -hmm. uh, and he's walking towards this very wall. And so I think this is a face-off between him and Turok. Mm-hmm. Um, either that, or he's just seen Egwene and she's got the Idom on, and he's really pissed. I don't think he look. He, I don't think he looks pissed. I think he looks like very on on the in the moment. He was like, ah, I'm going to do this. Very focused, you know. Yeah. And then, but I don't know. I don't know. I'm saying a lot of I don't know because I'm, it's really confusing. I know the well, context they, of things, but I don't know how they're going to be combined. You know. Right. Me too. I'm the same way. And there's some of that clothing that we think Moraine 
might have gotten to him. Somebody but how? But how could Moraine give to him? That's that's the point. Like this at some is... point later, maybe maybe this is uh, maybe. Well, they don't. This is Moraine, the beginning. Moraine of, can't uh... go to. It can't have Moraine go to Falma because. She's... To me, this is the beginning of Hobart Jordan's obsession with clothes because he spends a long time in the in the second book talking about Rand discomfort wearing this this shirt and everybody commenting that he's a lord. Oh, that's and, why he's uh, got the look on his face. It's just an uncomfortable shirt. No, but he that the, don't you remember this passage? Because oh, I, Moraine I, insists, no, I I remember pages and pages. Yeah, Moraine insists that he wears this shirt because he's a dragon, you know. And he's like, okay, thank you. <laughs> I don't want this shirt. Let's talk about Lan real quick. I think this is one of Nynaeve's tests, one of her mm -hmm. the, the third one. I think this is occurring uh, when she walks through that third arch. Or walks to the earth during the third time. Everything's too beautiful, and it looks too idealized. So it yeah. should be like some dream thing. It's beautiful. Yeah. yeah. So that's where I think that's coming from. Yeah. I I might agree with you because like what would what would, what is Len doing? He's not with Moraine. He's not with Nynaeve. I mean, he, at some point he gets bonded with uh, another another Aes Sedai. Did they but, spend uh, any time in season one of Land teaching Rand the sword at all? No. I, did they? I, I don't think that they did. Um, and I, that's I a big part of the beginning of book two, I, I remember. But again, I just how would they do it? Uh, Rand, like, uh, with the, the bow and the arrow... Uh, on the yeah. on the seven episodes that he he you have the flashback of him knowing that he's the dragon reborn since the beginning. Yeah, yeah. yeah. The f the the first part of the book while they're back at um. Yeah, they are. They are. Faldara. Yeah, he's. He and and, and was like, up. yeah, you. And Lenny was like, oh yeah, and probably you should not trust Moraine. Ha ha ha. Oh, maybe Moraine, uh, maybe Moraine telling Rand, you know, or telling Lan, oh, I've lost my powers. He's like, oh, I better go get somebody who can. <laughs> and he actually goes into the blight and finds and finds Rand and brings him back. Who it's Lan. Everything is possible with him. But he, uh, Moraine should uh, have him bonded with, with uh, Alana, no? Alana? No, who is it? Oh. Who is that Len is going to bond with in the case that Moraine is no longer with us? Oh. <laughs> this is an editorial note. It is Morel who is the green sister that Moraine intends to send Lan to. But I know that he, because uh, I, yeah. in the, uh, there in is the second a... book, in The Great Hunt, she's like, oh, I already chose someone for you to go. And he gets very pissed at her. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, yeah, but, yeah, but we are not. And in the first season, we have her try to tell him. But he cuts her off. I don't know. I mean, I'm very happy that we are getting series to talk about, to be honest. And like, and Wheel of Time was a, a, a favorite of mine. 
I was okay. just looking at comedies right now, and like when they said, "Okay, Wheel Time is coming on first uh, of September," I was like, "Oh, nice!" Then I looked at the pictures, and I got very excited. Then I realized I have no idea how they are going to do this. Yeah. <laughs> I don't, so, are you going to be covering the series on your own YouTube channel? Yes, yes, I will make a video tomorrow. Yeah, I will. Okay, and if you do cover it there will you also be doing uh simulcasts with uh other brazilian youtubers like you did for lord of the rings um i don't know i'm going to brazil uh in july i might meet with carlos which is the youtuber that my i collaborate with yeah and he's like he's a huge uh song of ice and fire fan and he is a, a big fan of Tolkien too. So we agreed that we would do like the Rings of Power together. So it was like agreed. We are going to watch it no matter what, and we are doing it. Uh with Wheel of Time, he what he did was like he watched it and he said he liked it, but he didn't feel like he was supposed to cover it because he didn't read the books and you know. Uh-huh. Okay. So, and now the second season, he was like, well, let's see if I really enjoy the second season, maybe going forward. So I don't think so. Okay. I don't think so. Yeah. Final proclamations before we go. Any final part? Would Queen Priscilla have any proclamations for the podcast? Uh, Bring more wine, please. So shall it be written, so shall it be done. So if you made it this far, thanks for tolerating my ineptness and for listening to our great guests that we had on this time around. I'm going to have one more Wheel of Time discussion coming out sometime in the near future where I'm going to try and piece together, based on other shots that we have, how the season might go. It will be very speculative I won't claim to be, you know, have any kind of knowledge that would make me any more right than anybody else guessing, but I'm going to try and do that and get it out to you in the next week or so. And after that, Boston Blockbusters will not be back until Wheel of Time returns. I know I kind of jumped ship mid-season in Yellow Jackets, which I really enjoyed the season, but I just didn't have time to talk about it. Uh, And I, you know, everybody was really kind of not really digging the way I was covering it anyway, according to the feedback that I got. So instead, uh, we will return when Wheel of Time returns. And so if you've been staying with the podcast, I really appreciate you. Once again, if you have any comments, at Bus Blockbuster on Twitter, or you can contact the bosses at the word double the letter PHQ. Uh, or facebook.com slash the word double the letters phq or you can leave comments on the youtube videos youtube.com slash at double p media be sure to subscribe to priscilla's channel as well at priscilla tv one and to subscribe to tv podcast industries where john and derek do a lot of great work for great tv shows that's at tv pod industries on twitter tvpodcastindustries.com. This has been Matt. Thanks. Take care.